Unfortunately, we cannot hear the music. So. Again? No, 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 no. Well, that's a good place to start today. That pile of shit. How are you I, doing? We're just going to start them. We're going to start these, Lev Man, from now on with me complaining. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, it, it's it's fine. It's fine. I'm 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 happy to be back. We we were off last week. I had a medical emergency. Um, I want to thank so many people who reached out to me. Uh, at a later time, I will feel comfortable to talk more about it. Um, just not today. Um, but I do want to thank a couple people who were very influential in helping me. I want to thank Ross. You were amazing, the, the true brother that you are. I want to thank my uh, friend, Matt Reagan, who's both of our friends, who was amazing. And I want to thank my mom. And uh, we'll leave it there with that. Um, but at a later time, I, I, I would like to open up and, and talk about it a little bit. Just not today. Can I tell you that that song was handpicked by yours truly? What was it? It's it's called No Surrender off Born in the USA by Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. And and the line that I played was we swore blood brothers until the end I'm ready to grow young again. And it was like uh, it's it's like such oh man, he's like a poet the way he like can yeah. paint, paint childhood. It's like uh, your sister's calling us home across across the open yard. It's like, oh, it's the best. It's a shame that no one experienced it but me, but I'm glad to be here with you, Lev, and uh, welcome back, and it is Super Bowl week. Woo! Holy smoke! Can, can you do a Ric Flair? Woo! I'm not sure what just happened on your end. You may have just lost. No, I, I was I was pumped. I was pumped. The Eagles are back. That's the one thing that um, I think we've all found joy in recently is the, the success of the Eagles. Um, oh, look, your phone's blowing up again. Wow, welcome back. Uh, nah. So the Eagles have won, and uh, excuse me, the Eagles are one game away from winning their second Super Bowl title. Um, in many ways, I think. They're the better team going into this game. We can talk about the analysis going back and forth, but what a great time to be an Eagles fan. I should have rocked my Westbrook jersey today, but you are rocking something there, which uh, thank God will be the uniform colors of the Eagles next year. He's sporting his Kelly Green Randall Cunningham jersey. The mask. You know what? I just I just realized my effect is on blur, so I'm going to yeah, fix that is. so everyone can really see how good this jersey looks. Right up in here. You see that? Right up in here? Yes. So, Randall, Randall, Randall. Uh, yes. So, it is a joyous time to be a Philadelphia Eagles fan. It is a far less joyous time to be a San Francisco 49ers fan because I have never heard a team more butthurt about losing and getting their butts handed to them than the 49ers. Whether it's Debo Samuel or Brandon Ayuk or, or uh, uh, Christian McCaffrey going around, all three of these guys have talked about this week how if they had a healthy quarterback or they had this, or the game would have been different. We beat you by 24 points. Shut your mouth and know your role. Like, it wasn't even close. Are you kidding me? So, yeah, are you asking me am I fired up? I am fired up for the Super Bowl I mean, it doesn't get any bigger and better than this, right? Andy coming back and coaching against his old team in the city where 
you know, he elevated this team to heights that we had never seen before. And Andy moving to Kansas City and in the process cutting a young Nick Sirianni from his staff. Uh, there, there are so many storylines. Of course, the Kelsey boys here, another storyline. And I think you have the two best teams in the NFL are left standing. And as a fan, whether you are an Eagles fan or a KC uh, Chiefs fan, that's all. That's that's really what you what you want are the two best teams. And rarely does it happen with the seeding with the playoffs that you have the one seeds from both conferences. I don't think it's happened in years. So this is a pretty big deal. This means that on average, the two best teams in both the NFC and AFC will be playing in the Super Bowl. So you have the two best teams playing in the Super Bowl. Um, I heard a stat about Andy Reid. I think I believe he's the winningest coach in both Eagles franchise history as well as Chiefs franchise history. So that's amazing. He's done something like what? What has he been like 10 championship games? Five with the Chiefs. Um, that, that five, would be right. Yeah, that would be right. Because five he's... with the Chiefs, five with the Eagles. And yeah. I mean, you remember this was the guy that we let go a number of years ago, and it sort of worked out for both teams. You know, he probably right. wasn't going to get it done here, and he's gotten the respect and admiration in Kansas City that he needs. So that, to me, is the biggest storyline. And the second biggest storyline is this is the first Super Bowl to be quarterbacked by two African-American starting quarterbacks for both teams, in this case of Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts. Uh, Jalen Hurts is playing against the guy who's won the MVP title. I know uh, Jalen would like to be MVP. There's a lot going on in this game, uh, you know, offensively, defensively. I know that we missed last week, so I, I, I figure don't worry about the NFC Championship game. It was a nice moment, but we can talk all Super Bowl, if you want. We're past that. I just had to like dunk on the 49ers uh, yeah. because they're being such babies about it and with their butt hurts, but uh, their hurt butts, I should say. But look, we're back. We're moving on. And I'm glad you mentioned how having the two black quarterbacks um, in the Super Bowl because, you know, there was a time and it wasn't so long ago when people believed ridiculously and ignorantly that black quarterbacks. One, that if you were black, you couldn't play quarterback in the league. That's why Warren Moon didn't play in the NFL. And And the guy that you're wearing, the shirt that you're wearing was always doubted. Randall Randall was always doubted. And Doug Williams finally broke through and showed people like, you guys are idiots. And now these guys are just taking it. I mean, like you look at it some, and again, I mean, I, I don't, I don't care if it's a black quarterback, a white quarterback, whatever. I mean, I like a good quarterback is, is a good quarterback and I enjoy watching them. And I think we have in Jalen and in Pat Mahomes, we have two of the most exciting young quarterbacks in this league. Um, and Jalen has just made, you know, I think back, I know we say this a lot, but I do think back to what we talked about in July when we were Eagles just reported to camp. And we said, this is going to be the year when hopefully we have some clarity on what, um, what Jalen Hurts can be. You know, I don't want to be in this place where we're like, ah, I don't know. He could be really good if he takes another step, but but he he definitely showed that he wasn't making progress. Listen, Jalen Hurts has showed he has shown that he is a franchise quarterback this year. Um, he's going to get that big money contract, and this is the guy who we a lot of people hoped Wentz would be. He is right. a guy who works his tail off. 
He is a leader. His teammates love him. You even said, like, I saw a piece where CeeDee Lamb, you know, hated Dallas Cowboys wide receiver, said he was cheering for Jalen. He wasn't cheering for the Eagles, but he's like, because I love Jalen, because they were college teammates. I've, I had my cousin texted me, who's an Alabama guy. Like, I think Jalen is one of these guys where, where you hear about these guys and they just have it. Um, and so I think Jalen is one of those guys where he has this magnetic personality. He has, you know, he busts his ass. His, his workouts are legendary in the off season. And um, his leadership skills are, I think, just as good as any. And then you see this guy and. Uh, 24 I, I, years I, old, too. That's the beautiful he, thing about it is you're going to have this guy for a while as your starting quarterback. Remember, we didn't know we were going to draft, maybe draft a quarterback this draft going in. We found out that we've got the quarterback of now and the future on this team. And it's exciting. And, you know, someone had asked him, they had said, hey, Jalen, I got to be honest with you. Uh, You know, I I didn't really see, uh, I didn't really see you ascending to this level this year. And he, his response was, yeah, a lot of people didn't see that. And then he said, so I, the reporter then said, so I just want to apologize to you for, uh, you know, not being able to see that. And you know what Jalen Hurts said? Cool. Like he didn't like, it just like rolled right off of him. It was, I, I, I just love the way that Jalen Hurts is so composed and, um, you know, look, I, he's, he's hurt. Um, Pat Mahomes is hurt. Although I heard that, uh, his high ankle sprain, I don't know if Mr. Miyagi came back uh-huh. from the dead and did the little rubby rubby on his foot. Uh, but his high ankle sprain, uh, according to Andy Reid, is much better and he's moving really well in practice. So this is it, man. This is the show showdown. It's going to be exciting. Um, let's break it down a little bit more. So, well, we can look at two sides of the game. I mean, special teams is not a big deal to me, but we can look at the offense and the defense going up. So we, I think what we'll do now is we start off with the Kansas City defense versus the Eagles offense, how that matches up, how that goes. I mean, the more exciting, obviously, the, the defense for the Eagles looks amazing. They're both amazing. But how do the Eagles attack the Chiefs? Are they going to run the ball or is it going to be – I mean, how is the re- the Chiefs' run defense? Is it a good defense, or is it le- left a lot of room to to be able to run on? I mean, the de- the Eagles, the Chiefs' defense can be had, but let's be honest, the Eagles are not a running team. They're not. I mean, that's not what well, they do. Yeah, Jalen but- Hurts is a running quarterback, but they are not a running team. They 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 use the run to set up the pass. Like they don't. Right, right. But is this a team that? say you can get Miles Sanders going against or uh, uh, Kenneth Gainwell Kenneth or Gainwell or Boston Scott. Is this a type of team that you could develop the run against? Because if you could, then you do set up the, the, pay, the play action pass, which is important. I actually think that the Eagles are going to have more success throwing the football this game than they are running the football. And that's not to say they're not going to have success. Look, they, they have – probably the best offensive line in football. Um, and the Chiefs defensive line is going to be tough. Chris Jones, is he's a uh, great defensive player. Um, he, he he raises, he, what's the word I'm looking for? He he just raises hell in, in uh, the backfield. And um, he, he's a big disruptor. 
disruptor. I can't speak disruptor. Jones has, I think he led the league in sacks this year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so, and then Ohasan Reddick was right up there too, but, um, I believe Jones beat Reddick, but so Kansas City's secondary, however, uh, is very young. I think they start two rookies in their secondary, including Trent McDuffie. If you remember Trent McDuffie, that was a rookie who a lot of, out of University of Washington, a lot of Eagles uh, fans wanted um, and was rumored to be going to the Eagles. I do think that they can be had through the air, um, and I think they will. I think that A.J. Brown, if you look at the playoffs, and I said this um, a couple weeks ago, uh, I think it was during our 100th show, but A.J. Brown really has not shown out in these playoffs uh, at all. And so, you know, he's he's been fighting some injuries. I think that A.J. and then I think on the other side of that, I think Devontae Smith has really shown that he's taking a step and he's becoming uh, an elite wide receiver in this league, just in terms of his footwork, in terms of his ability to create separation, in terms of his ability to make contested catches, his route running. I mean, Devontae Smith is everything that we hoped he would be when we drafted him a few years ago. So this is where I feel that the Eagles uh, have a distinct difference. I do think that Jalen is going to run more than he ran against San Francisco and run more than he did against the Giants. I do think that they are going to work. I, I do think that they are going to run the football, but I think when you look at this, when you step back and look at this uh, at the end of the game, I think, I think I go probably 65, 35 Eagles passing. And the thing that you do want to ask is with such an explosive offense like the Chiefs, and I think this is maybe where you were going with this, is do you want to run the ball to keep that offense out of sync and off the field? Is that Well, there are, that... Well, there are a couple of things. I mean, they were able to run the ball in the Giants, the Eagles. San Francisco was a different story. They had such a great run defense. So I think that they are vulnerable against the run. And again, I think I think when you're looking at that number, it's probably a little bit more closer to 60-40. I mean, it's it's not a big deal, but um, you, I, I think that they're going to be able to expose that Kansas City defense. And uh, I know that it's always been sort of perceived to be the weaker part of the Chiefs organization is the defense. Their offense, if we want to talk about that next, I, I'm. Do you have anything else on offense? I mean, are you confident that Miles Sanders is going to have a good game or or a solid game? Um, I think Miles Sanders. I actually do think he's going to break one. Uh, I think he's going to break one, and I think Miles Sanders could finish with over a hundred yards. How's that? And this is that's a good one, and the reality is they have a three back approach, so it might not. They might not need a hundred yard rusher. Right. And, and Kenneth Gainwell has looked great in these playoffs. It's such a roller coaster with him. You know, I mean, earlier in the year, we were saying how Kenneth Gainwell didn't look like he, he looked like he had taken a step back, but now it looks like Gainwell has uh, indeed stepped ahead and stepped his game up. So, uh, but again, this could, could this be Miles Sanders' last game as an Eagle? I mean, this could be a number yeah, of guys. Well, he, he's playing for a contract. At this point, right. I really don't think he's playing for a contract. I sort of think that – I think Howie doesn't value running backs very much, and uh, I think this is probably going to be his last game as an Eagle. Yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, I, I still, Jones, uh, Chris Jones, when I mentioned, he actually has 15 and a half sacks. So um, obviously as a defensive tackle, like that is as good as it gets. Uh, so they're going to have to figure a way to neutralize him. And then you know who the Kansas City Chiefs coordinator is, defensive coordinator is? It is right? not Gunther Cunningham. I know that. It's it's, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Tony, was it Tony Serrano or whatever? Or, yeah. or, is Gunther Cunningham still with us, by the way? No, I don't think he is. He was... Uh, he was the defensive coordinator with the Giants in 2011, right? Or 2007. Who, Gunther? It's Spags, right? Spags. Spags. Is Spags is the KC defensive coordinator, right? So he's going to come at us with all kinds of different creative blitz packages and, uh, you know, things like that. So, um, you know, I think that I think Sirianni and Shane Steichen both need to be smart about the place that they're calling. Um, and that may be the understatement of the of the day, but they need to with with a lot of misdirection and really wearing out this Kansas City offense or defense. Um, but I I like the matchup against this Kansas City defense. I think this is if you're looking at a place where the Eagles have a decided advantage. Uh, to me, it's it's our offense versus their defense because it's not just AJ and it's not just Devonte. It's Goddard. You know, they got Goddard. Yeah, they got. Heck, they yeah. even have Zach Pascal there. I mean, you Zach know, Pascal, I, you got Quez Watkins, you got yeah. rock and roll Jake Stahl uh, out of the back, you know, as the second tight end. Um, so it's a beautiful team, isn't it? I mean, it's it's it really very is. hard. I mean, this probably is the best Eagles team in franchise history. Right. I don't think you can make. You can even question it at this point. I know some said, well, the, the the Terrell Owens team, but they lost. I mean, they lost against the better Patriots team. But this team all around is just, it's so fun to watch. It's so fun to know that you have the best team in the sport for one year. And and it was start to finish this year. Start to, from Detroit all the way to all the way to Glendale. They have been the best team. Now I had a couple slip-ups. But if you compare that against any other team in professional football, they were better. And if I have to hear the goddamn Cowboys fan, well, well, well. And Jerry, you haven't won anything since 1996. And this is another year where you have bupkis. So let's, I love it. We got hate for everybody. We're, we're like coming after everyone. And did you hear well, Jerry I, I, also I, said that he mentioned nope. the Eagles as being a one-year wonder, that they're See, building nah. – he, he, yeah, I Jerry, just keep owning the Cowboys, just please. And I love that that he uh he dropped their uh offensive coordinator, John Kitna, and then he <laughs> no, not John Kitna, Kellen uh Kellen oh, Moore. Moore. Yeah, 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 not John Kitna, now, sorry. Who now went Kellen out Moore. and signed a I mean, I thought he was the only pleasant surprise of the team. He's now out in San Diego, I think, right? He's San Diego's offensive coordinator. So, exactly. I mean, Jerry, just go keep shooting yourself in the foot. Maybe you should bring John Kitna back to the Cowboys. That's right. No, they brought in um, Brian Schottenheimer, who coached, who was the worst offensive coordinator I ever saw for the uh, Georgia Bulldogs, and I could not wait to get rid of him. So, uh, good luck with him, Dallas. Have fun. Um, Jerry, please keep running the team. And that's all we're going to say about Dallas. because I'm going to say something. The commanders and the Giants might – surpass the Cowboys next year the way they both finished I wouldn't be surprised if the Giants and the Commanders leapfrog the Cowboys Dallas finds themselves in fourth place next year that is a competitive division and um I just think yeah I mean 
and we're going to get a good draft pick. I know we can't get excited about the draft in Kansas City. That's way down the line. But you've got to be excited as an Eagles fan. It's not a one-year wonder. I mean, they might not win next year. Look at what happened to the Rams. I just think that they're better positioned than that Rams team for the long term. Where yeah, the they Rams- have, I mean, they have, they, it just shows you the ineptitude that's going on in, in Texas. I mean, and I don't mean the Texans. Um, you know, I, I mean, the Eagles, they are built for a long-term run. You know, Jalen is a young quarterback. Now he is going to sign a mega deal, which is going to make keeping a lot of these guys difficult. But they do have a lot. They have drafted pretty well. They brought in some good young talent. They've extended guys when they need to extend guys. Howie is a maestro with the cap. Um, They're unfortunately not going to be able to bring everybody back. But this team is deep offensively. They are deep across the defensive line. Um, You know, I think their secondary has some questions and is getting older. So that's something that they need to replenish. But, oh, by the way, they also have a top 10 pick this year and two first rounders so i feel good about uh our ability to do to draft i can't believe i'm actually saying that because i didn't say that last year but to draft and to um i think that the other thing that you see is i think sirianni i mean i really believe in this coaching staff so far they've they've really and it'll be interesting i don't think gannon uh is going anywhere i think he's coming back next year he said he's not. He said he's All not. Right. Yeah, he said he's not. So um, so that's the offensive side of the ball. Um, anything you want to add to the Eagles offensively, or should we no, go? To the- no, no, or the Chiefs defensively. Let's reverse it now. And what is Patrick Mahomes gonna see when he when he hikes the ball? When he when he snaps the ball. Yeah, well, the, the it all starts with the offensive line against our defensive line, and there are the Kansas City offensive line is probably top five, top eight in the league. Um, so they're they're a good offensive line, and Gannon has already shown that he will not blitz. He just doesn't blitz. He believes in getting pressure through rotating and and having guys fresh. And you know our D line is like ten deep, so we got to get hits on Mahomes. We got to put pressure on him. He's gonna scramble. He's going to be, you know, the best quarterback that we've played this year. Um, so, I, but I but I think that, that we will be ready for it. I, the fact that we have, I like our corners against their wide receivers. Uh, Hardman is out. He's not going to play. He's been put on IR. Um, and their receivers are hurting a little bit. So you have Mahomes, who's a little, little gimpy on that high ankle sprain. You have a team that led the league in sacks and the Philadelphia Eagles coming after him. Um, and I think you have some, some strong corners who can shut down these receivers. I think where Kansas city has a distinct advantage, obviously is going to be with Travis Kelsey because that guy is uncoverable and Kaiser white has not been looked good covering opposing tight ends over the past, uh, you know, probably six weeks. So they're getting their, they're getting their starting, I guess Schuster is coming back for the super bowl, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, Juju Tony. Back. and then what's that? Tony's gonna be there. Yeah, Kadarius Tony. Um, he hasn't really done much. Sky Moore, um, my uh, Valdez Scantling is the other starting receiver out there. So, who's a big receiver with size, but and he disappears a lot. So, I think that the Eagles can, these receivers don't strike fear in me the way that, like, you know, I think that. 
San Francisco's wide receivers are better than these receivers. Um, I think that obviously Kelsey is better than, than anyone we played from a tight end perspective, but these aren't the best receivers we face. This is the best quarterback. This is the best tight end that we've faced. So look, it is going to be a good, good challenge, special teams. Um, you know, Harrison Bucker is one of the best kickers in the league. Uh, Jake, the snake Elliott has been, uh, you know, outstanding as a kicker for us. Um, and we're supposed to get Aaron uh, Sipos back, which is nice because I couldn't take any more of our punter who was who was pretty bad, um, Kern. So that's drilling down pretty deep. If I'm talking about punters, I I love our um, I love our our I I think ultimately this game is one in the trenches as most games are. Um, the the difference is is that Pat Mahomes can make plays that other people and humans just simply cannot make. Um, so I think that that's going to be a factor. But I go back, you know, as I, I'm feeling like very calm about this game. I'm not nervous about it. I, I'm I'm ready to play the game. Um, it's fun. I mean, this is only the fourth Super Bowl in franchise history. Yeah. And that's yeah. something the, that I don't think. What? Do you think that two weeks, do you think it's too much? Well, no. In this case, I mean, coming off of 17, the, the, the major issue with the two weeks is because we're now doing 18 weeks. The game is so much later. I mean, the game is going to be, what is it, February 12th, 12th which is the latest Super Bowl ever. Right. Um, and, you know, but I think that uh, I think that it's where it should be. It stretches football season out a little bit longer, which is a good thing. And then it sort of gets us ready for the, the stretch run of NBA basketball as well as Spring training, which is starting in next week. So yeah, it's gonna take away. Yeah, that's uh, and that's let's exciting. Focus. Let's stay focused. Stay focused. Yeah, here. no, I, I, I'm, I'm focused, man. I'm Why am focused. I so dark here? Uh, so I think it's about to rain here in the ATL. So, um, I mean, what do you think? Did I? Is there anything that I said that caught you off guard? Anything? Any additional thoughts? No, you no. Well, I mean, I, no. I think that the Eagles look like on paper, but playing wise, like the most complete team. And I believe the Eagles scored something like was it sixty nine the sixty nine points in the playoffs and led in fourteen points. I mean, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, Giants scored a total of what seven? The Niners scored seven. Right. right? I think they, did 68. the Giants score seven? Just seven? Yeah, they did. So I think it was sixty-eight to fourteen in the playoffs. That's remarkable. much more dominant than the previous Eagles team. Although that Eagles team had the big championship game, they put together two really, really good games going into the Super Bowl. Yep. And uh, yeah, I was just curious if you think two weeks is too long. Like if they? No, just... I don't because of injuries. I mean, yeah. here's an example. You're going to have. You're going to have all your best guys. You're going to have Lance John, Lane Johnson going to be a hundred percent or hopefully the line looks good. Uh, the defensive line looks good. Your defensive secondary looks good. Your starting wide receivers are there. You've got your running backs. I mean, the Eagles are healthy right now. And when they're healthy, you put them on paper. The fact of the matter is Kansas city's quarterback is still questionable about where he's at because I did watch that game and he somehow got through it. But even if there's just the slightest bit of hesitation, I mean, I think you've got to go with the Eagles and the win and they will be favors in this game. So they should win. Um, 
I'm thinking a game around 31 to 24. 31, 24 birds, huh? Yeah. I like that. Um, you know, I go back to ultimately what you have is probably the best player in football versus the best team in football. And to me, that sets up a really special game, a really special experience. Um, I am, I am hopeful, but I'm starting to get a little bit of the nerves kick up a little bit oh. now, um, now that, now that we're talking about it, but, um, if I'm going to predict, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to go birds. Uh, I don't know. I'm somewhere where you are like in between the 28 and 34 point range. I'll go 30 birds, 34. I think Chiefs 30. I think it's going to be a high yeah. score scoring game. I think it's going to be a an exciting game. Um, one thing that I go back to, it's something that you told me with Georgia when the playoffs started, the college playoffs started, and you said, I look for teams that have the most talent, and they are the teams that usually win. They do. And, they are. Right. And so – in going with the Lev Man's theory, it brings me comfort to know I the Eagles have more talent. I believe that, and I believe the Eagles will win. Um, it's just hard to wrap my head around that. Yeah. Well, they're the best team in football. And, you know, it's amazing to see the turnaround of the Eagles from last year just making it into the playoffs. And then the opposite happened. The Rams won the Super Bowl, and they, what, went, won seven games this year, if that. So it's interesting how the NFL changes. That being said, I think the Eagles could be back like a Bengals team. They could make it back like that. I think they could be back. This is a consistent. I think this team's going to be around for a while, actually, because um, they do have that quarterback. And once yeah. you, once we know in this league is once you found that quarterback, it makes everything around it easier. Isn't it wild though to think that next week we could we are going to be talking and we will have known if the Eagles will have won the Super Bowl or if. They will have lost this game. Like it just is the magnitude of this game. It's it's in, it's insanity to me. It's big. And uh, and when you think about I that much, have have fun. That's the most important thing. I want you to enjoy the game. Now, I don't want to. I don't want to sound like a. But I, I I mean again like you. I don't I don't watch a game with other people. I will right. watch the game by myself or with my mom. Um, but I just hate it when people are just sort of like. Because they don't care as much. I understand the 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 wanting to sort of not watch it at a party, want to watch it by yourself, be able to break down what's happening, even in the way that some people will actually listen to the WIP broadcast on the radio. So as not to have to listen to the national media guys, they can listen to Merrill and Mike. I know a lot of people do that. Um, so, yep. Yeah. And I would also add too that this this feels like business. Yes, there is. I, I I hope to enjoy this, and I too have invited my mom over. I'm not there to socialize. I'm not there to be nice. I'm not there to hear about your life. It's not that time. Like this is like you mentioned it. We have the Eagles have been in three Super Bowls, so it's like this is this is their fourth. So. Wait, yeah, this is their fourth. Sorry, it is time to dial the heck in, and I almost said the other word. It's time to dial the heck in and to be focused. I'm not there to be friends, talk about the newest appetizer, or that you're serving at your little party, or talk about the the commercial that we just saw that may or made me feel a certain way. 
and and, and half, half, the, yeah. half the population that never have, actually watches football, that watches right. the Super Bowl, that thinks it's a cute experience. Right. This is going to, and I hate to say it, but this will, that my kids are going to watch it with me. And this is going to define my off season. Like my, this is going to define a lot. Like I, 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 that's how much it means to a lot of Eagles fans. This is going to define, it's not just the next day. It's not just the week. It's not just the month. It goes well beyond that. So, you know, I, I hope we can, we can win. I, I'm not overly, uh, I'm confident. I'm not cocky. I guess is what I would say, and where I would That's stand. That's good. That's yeah. good. It's not. It's not a good side of you, anyways. You're not a cocky person. You know. Yeah. And so, birds fans, enjoy this. Like we said, like we're. It's very rarefied air that we are here. Embrace it. Enjoy it. Bathe in it. Soak in it. Just don't go around and and you know. It's not all about social parties. This is like let's dial in, peeps. We need everybody. We need Eagle Nation. So Philly stand up and uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see how it all shakes out. Can't wait to find out next week. Do we just want to keep on football or do you want to talk uh, NBA trade rumors and, and such for a couple? Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about football before? No, well, no, think- no. I mean, I think, I yeah. think we're, I'm pretty pumped about the Eagles yeah. on the NBA side. The Sixers did make a minor deal. Although Matisse Stiebel is now a member of the Portland trailblazers. It was a three team deal with Charlotte. Portland and the Sixers. The Sixers get Jaden McDaniels. I guess uh, is he a four or a three? Uh, he's a four. So that just provides more depth to that front line, I guess. Yeah, what What are you doing? Like, what are you doing with Montrez Harrell? Like the, the the guy's six seven. He's been playing center. You're paying him for two years. Like you, like what are you doing with him? Uh, your boy Corkmaz demanded a trade. I guess nobody yeah, didn't can. get one. No one right, wanted. Yeah, you got to be wanted to demand that stuff, you know? So, I mean, the league has gone crazy. It was, I, you know, I, I this, I want to tell the league, like, the NBA is drunk. Go home, get in a cab, go home, sober up, get some rest, and then come back tomorrow. Like, their trade, these trades are banana, Kevin Durant. Like, do you ever remember a trade deadline this crazy? No, no. I mean, there were two trades. Obviously, it's... The Nets made two significant deals. Kyrie Irving going to Dallas for Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, and, and a bag of Fritos there. No, no, no. It's like four first-round picks. And okay. then I mean, there's a like, – like Sadiq Bey just got moved for five second-round picks in a three-way deal between the Hawks, the Warriors, and the Pistons. I mean, Jay Crowder just got traded – and then he got retraded again for five second round picks. I mean, what the hell is going on? Kyrie Irving gets traded. Who's a, he's a putz anyway. Uh, Kevin Durant gets traded. I mean, like it is bananas. What is going on today? Is that make Phoenix the super team with a very old Chris Paul, a 35 year old Kevin Durant, DeAndre Ayton and Devin Booker? I guess that's what they're hoping for, that that team will somehow surpassed Denver who I saw the Sixers beat I guess was it a week ago or a couple weeks ago I remember that on a Saturday I mean I I don't think it makes them this super team that's why I don't understand why they made that trade I really don't I don't think it makes them the best team in the league and so I guess what you have to think is it's going to be a lot of 500 
teams in their mid forties win total wise that are going to be competitive for a championship. I think the Sixers didn't hurt themselves. I don't really know if they helped themselves that much. Um, right. And then nothing changed with the center position, the backup center position, which we should be looking for what about 20 minutes a game, 15 to 20 minutes a game. And they still haven't been able to settle on Paul Reed. Paul Reed still hasn't been doing stuff. That's not getting him playing time. And, and Montrez is sort of inconsistent. Although every time I look Montrez is doing well. So it's like a Jekyll and Hyde situation. I mean, you got to pick one of these guys and stick with them. Doc, right. Doc, you got to stick with your, your guy, man. Right. D'Angelo Russell on his way to the Lakers. I mean, like, it's just bananas. Like, What does these- that do for the Lakers? Let's be honest. That does nothing for the Lakers. I believe Russell was going to leave in free agency anyways. They weren't going to be able to pay him. So the, yeah. I hope they got something good in return for taking Russell Westbrook. But he's he's got an expiring contract anyways, Russell Westbrook. So the, the thought is – It was the Jazz. Oh, he went to the Jazz. He went to the Jazz. So the thought being is that he's going to get bought out of his contract because he doesn't make sense with Utah. Um, right. So we will have to see. We will have to see. Got to like Danny Ainge, what he's doing. I mean, he keeps doing good stuff. I'm assuming they probably got a number one pick out of that or – was able to squeeze LA out of something for that. Yeah. Um, no, he got Danny Ainge did get a number one out of that. So it was a number one and Westbrook uh going to the Jazz. And then they're gonna, I think they're gonna buy out Westbrook. And then you had Mike Conley, I can't remember all the pieces going to Minnesota. Minnesota. And then you had um Wet Russell going to the Lakers with there were a couple other pieces in that mix too. I mean, I'm just like looking like I mean, Josh Richardson traded for Devontae Graham and four second round picks. Mason Plumley and Reggie Jackson traded for one another. I mean, it's it's so insane. I can't even keep track of all these trades that have been made. And so the, I guess Noel, I, I had heard a rumor that Jones Highland to the Clippers. I mean, like the Clippers what? are going crazy. I had heard a rumor that Nerlens was on his way to Philadelphia. I guess that did not work out because I think it. No, I think it's three o'clock as the the trade deadline ends at three. Yeah, yeah. So, we we still have we still have some time. Um, so yeah, I mean it's it's this is like the craziest deadline that I remember. Um, I don't think the Sixers have done enough. I don't think they, you know, I don't think I think you hit the nail on the head. I think getting um. Sorry, uh, Blazers are trading Gary Payton back to the Warriors for Kevin Knox. Did you and five second round picks? Everyone's trading five second round picks. That's the hot thing. Um, did you see where uh, your boy Josh Hart is going to be reunited with Brunson in New York? Yeah, you got uh, you got the all New York backcourt. That's pretty cool. <laughs> the all Villanova backcourt, right? Right. Well, yeah, he's they're both. Jalen is. I was a trade. That was a move that I was totally against the giving him the money. So you see how that's worked out. It's worked out so much that Dallas then had to go potentially sign Kyrie Irving, which is a Meshugana situation. My brother-in-law made a good point. Mark Cuban, Jewish owner of the Dallas Mavericks, bringing in all that Michigash into uh, Dallas. Um, so, uh, you know, he wants to win. It's just a matter of, 
the guys that they traded were role players, obviously not the this, this stam, stamina of a, a Kyrie Irving, but I, I don't think that team gets that much better either. So right. A lot of these deals do not make a lot of sense. And actually the Harden deal from last year, not to go back to that, yeah. but it looks like the Harden deal on paper is a lot better than these deals that have been made this year. I without agree. maybe without maybe being the, the Kevin Durant situation. And we'll still find out about that. But he Harden was the big name moved last year, and Durant is the big name being moved this year. The difference is uh I mean, let's be honest, Durant has been injured, right? And Harden Harden has had a not a comeback year, but certainly, I mean, he's certainly making this team run. They did lose who did they lose to on Wednesday? Celtics or Tuesday. Yeah, did they they lost to the Celtics, right? They looked, yeah, and then Celtics had three players hurt, and then Jalen Brown was out because he got injured by Jason Tatum. So they had four players, four four starters out, I believe. So that's those not are good... the games. Those are the games that you gotta win when you right. have such an advantage of talent out there. And so yeah. that was on. I guess I was watching that. That was on last night, right? Yes. I got home last night and I, I did watch a little bit about that. But I'd like check, to see this see if I'd like, anything before the, the deadline is out, but it doesn't look like they will. So Jalen McDaniels does look like the man to come on down from Charlotte. Charlotte looks like it's really clean in house. Um, Matisse Thibel packing his bags and going to Portland. It was a three-way deal. Um, I it think was got, a threesome, perhaps. Threesome, that's right. We got Or some, a thruple, as I've heard the term, thruple. I think that has a different connotation than the threesome, but um, the, so <laughs> yeah, three-way three -way deal and um, between the Sixers, Charlotte and Portland. So I know the Sixers also got some draft picks, I think in the deal. So uh, some second rounders because everyone's given away second rounders um, and the Sixers don't have any other picks. I just am disappointed, you know, like you mentioned Harden and looking at that trade now, it certainly looks like, uh, that Maury like won that trade bigly, if we can quote your bigly. Former, yeah, your former president. Uh, so which which is fine. Ben Simmons is like a shell of of himself. He he this. is not coming back, Ben Simmons. You would not have seen him. Back. He's not coming back from where he's at right now. He he he's done. I mean, this guy looks cooked. He's cooked. He's cooked. And so, but now it's, it's like. Now it's like so okay, go ahead, Nets. It's so interesting to see him play. I, I don't know if you watch him play. He'll pass it off, and he'll go stand in the corner. Yeah, yep. He it's, doesn't look, even look to get involved at all. It's 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 interesting. So, but uh, so this the what was I going to even say? I don't even remember. So, oh, Maury won that deal. However, you look at the other moves he's made. So love the Melton move. Still love it. You love the Montrez Harrell signing for two years? No. You love Danwell House? No. No. You love Traveling McQueen? No. He's not on the team. He's not even in the organization. He's not even with the blue coats. Not even on the team. Does a guy named Isaiah Joe, you think he could have helped your team this year? Yeah, he's getting some minutes in Oklahoma City. And I know where you're going with the Next name, his initials are CB. I wasn't going to go Bassy, but I can. I mean, you... what, I, what I'm saying to you is I think Maury 
one, the biggest deal, and that's that's important. But I, I don't feel like these moves – I don't even think the PJ Tucker move was a great move, and I and I didn't like I that. Would disa- I would disagree with you on that. Maybe not move. for the money. I would disagree with you, but and not that he ever looks for a shot, but he is a lockdown lock. He locks him down defensively, from what I've seen, and he is making he is making do. The problem is you might you're going to get most of the value out of his contract in year one. And then year two and three are going to be the problems because his play is probably going to diminish. Yeah. So you know who um, PJ Tucker? You know who these guys used to be in the league? Reggie Evans is who he used to be. Like these are the guys. Oh, I thought were- you were going to say Trent. What was his name? Truck Johnson or something like Truck Robinson. Truck Truck Robinson, like a a dirty what a a trash man sort of player. Truck Robinson was a good offensive player. Um, you watch what you he's say. Not a Rick Mahorn. He no, he's no Mahorn. No, 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 no. But but PJ Tucker's six four. He's like a guard's height. Yeah. You know, I mean, like the, people think that PJ Tucker is like a giant. He's not a giant. Sorry, I'm just making sure that the Sixers didn't make any deals because it is now three o'clock. And uh, let's see, Quirkmas is still. Oh, Wilmington's own Bones Highland was sent to the Clippers. Yes, he was. Um. Yeah, so it doesn't look like there are any other deals. It looks like Quirkmaz is still a sixer, and that is uh, interesting. So there you have it. Uh, that that was the exciting uh, trade trade deadline day for the Sixers, getting Jalen McDaniels. Um, I think that they were out outclassed by. Uh, I, I know Milwaukee. They didn't. They didn't get better than Milwaukee today. They didn't get better than Boston today. We're still, right. still stuck where we are. We still can't beat them, I don't think. Do you? No, no, no. no. Yeah. Where do so, we go from here? Where Where do we go from here? That's what they. That's what. That's what Moses said. Where do we go from here? He parted the the Red Sea and they went. They went. Um, so, you know, big big news for next week. We're going to be yeah. able to talk Super Bowl victory, Eagles second championship. I'm not jinxing it. I'm just feeling it. Right. And, I like it. And we'll be able to do pre uh, spring training will have started, which is just, I mean, two topics, Super Bowl victory, spring training, two topics that get me giddy. Giddy is a schoolgirl. I like that. Uh, yes, giddy is a schoolgirl. Um, sure, why not? I got a question for you. You know what makes me laugh? You know what I find very entertaining is when – Someone says, like, we just got a roof done yesterday, re- yeah. totally replaced. And it looks awesome. And I just keep staring at my roof. And it, to the outsider, it probably doesn't even look that much different than what it did, but it looks new and it's beautiful and whatever. So now you start to notice everyone's roof. But you know what I love is when you have somebody who comes to your house, or if you're in the service industry and they, like, you know, you, you have a crew come to your house. And you know what this guy says to me? He said, you got the A team. That's the that's the best team we got. Like, of course it's the best team you got. What are you gonna say? Like, hey, we we couldn't find the best team we got, so we sent the schmucks and the losers over to work on your roof, you dumbass. Like, of course, of course you're gonna say it's the A team. It's 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 over promotion. No? You, you're not with me on this? I mean, I don't know. I I mean I haven't thought about the roof before, but I mean that's that's true. 
You want your and it doesn't have to be a root. It could be, you know, you could be getting anything. You could be getting, uh, you know, your, I don't know. You could get be getting your siding done. Right. You could be getting right. your lawn done. And the guy's telling me, oh, this is the A team. This is your A team. Of course, you're going to tell me you got the best team on the work on the job. You know, we should. You should, right? No, you're getting the D team today. They're on right. Dude, that's exactly what I've been trying to say. I'm la lazy, not too bright. You'll relate to them. Nah, come on. No one says they want their. I, that's always amazed me about parents. I mean, as as a non-parent, they're like, "Yeah, I'll be all right if my kid gets a C." Really? Do you really want your kid to get a C? Come on, come on. You want your kid to get an A. You don't want your kid to get an A. Now you might be okay with it because we have all winners in our society, but you want your kid to get an A. Everybody gets a trophy. Speaking of which, I'm going to be... Are you drinking soda, dude? I'm drinking diet ginger ale, my only pleasure. Well, your only pleasure that way, I think, is what you meant to say. Yes. Through your mouth. And on that note, <laughs> we will see everyone. See it's so good to be here with you, buddy. I'm so glad we're here and we're doing the show and we're kicking ass. 101. So our last show, we had... We didn't have record breaking, but we it was close. It was a top five show that we've ever done. So keep up the good work, dude. On and off the podcast, I mean. Gracias, senor. Let's rock it. Still can't hear it. Still can't hear it? Really? Can't hear it? All right, can you sing it? Why can't we be friends? 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 All right, everyone. We'll see you on the other side. Go Birds! Go Eagles!